Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Just Two Dads with my co-host, co-founder, partner in crime and thrive, Mr. Sean Francis. I am Brian Altunian. And uh, today we're going to be talking about change. It's a new year. How many of you heard that new year, new me, new year, new you, whatever. It's really what it talks about is change and how we how we adapt to it. Some by our own hand, some by the hand of God. So uh, stick with us today for a great topic on change and, and how we adapt. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Just Two Dads. This is episode, is it 119, Sean? Because now we've, we've, we've gone back and forth. 118, 119. Yeah. It's 18 or 19. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to break our, our episodes up into, uh, into seasons here so we can actually, <laughs> because we've, we've been doing this for two and a half years and uh, we love the conversation. Sometimes we have great guests on, people who are serving and servicing the special needs community. Sometimes it's just Sean and I talking about general topics that, that also impact our special needs families. Um, today we're going to be talking about change. So first of all, before we get into our topic, I just want to thank everybody who's catching us live on Facebook. We are going to be making some changes in the year 2023 since we're talking about change. And we may be changing how we do our, um, our broadcasts. We are building our website, which has been promised for two and a half years. And uh, we've got our YouTube channel. And so we're going to be, we're going to be recording a lot more episodes with folks. Uh, we're going to have a lot more content that we're going to be developing this year. So we're excited. But in the meantime, we'll, and we'll be announcing those changes as we as we get into the uh, as we get into the year. So in the meantime, for those of you who are catching us on Facebook Live at the moment, welcome. Thank you. Please, you know, put your comments in. I'm sure at some point my daughter Joe's going to going to going to throw her two cents in. Uh, if you're catching us after the fact on our YouTube channel, uh, thank you for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends and, and let people know who we are, where we are. Just so we can get the word out and make sure that we've got that we're providing adequate support for our families who are dealing with with special needs issues and if you're catching us on uh podcast outlets welcome again for you as well please respond uh, uh reply if there's something that intrigues you or piques your interest or you've got some some you know some conversation that you'd like to be part of or or a topic that you think we should be talking about if you want to email us at we are just two dads at gmail.com we made it simple. We are just two dads, all as if all one word. We are just two dads at gmail.com. And if you're catching us on WSTX AM radio down in the U.S. Virgin Islands, happy new year to you folks as well. And uh, we're going to get into our conversation talking about change uh, since that always seems to be the topic in the new year, right? People flip the calendar and like, okay, we're going to, we're going to change the way we've done things. <laughs> and so I'm kind of excited to be talking about this conversation because to some people, the, the changing of the calendar means nothing. They don't really, New Year doesn't really mean anything to them. Uh, they're just just another day. New Year's this year was just another Sunday. Uh, I, I did my crossword puzzles. I do every Sunday. So, uh, so Sean, uh, as we get into this topic, how are you doing? I'm I'm excited to be, be doing this and breaking another year with you. How are you? How are you feeling this morning? Ah, uh, good, really good. Um, uh, <laughs> I almost believe you. I almost believe you. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I'm, I'm thinking like you know there's. Answer. I, I, yeah, it, I'm, yeah, I, I'm reflecting a lot on the past year and, um, you know, it's funny because I was thinking of what you said, you mentioned, um, you know, for most people, uh, you were talking about change in the new year for most people, it doesn't mean much other than saying happy new year and, 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 you know, the salutations and the greetings and, 
that's about it. I mean, there's a reason why a gym is jam packed the first business day of January and every machine, more parking spaces and everything are easier to find in February, even easier in March because most people would like to change their lives but most people don't want to change. And then as a result, when change is put upon us, you know, we're such uh, creatures of both habit and survival. But before I continue further, I want to make sure that uh, speaking of change, as years goes by, years go by, I want to uh, wish a happy birthday to my brother Ray. Um, today's his birthday. Um, happy birthday, Ray! And uh, that always means something. Generally speaking, it uh, it means something because you're you're talking about the new year, and I've got this thing where I'm you know talking about you know like you said, people will say new year, new me, and you know I, I'm thinking more than you know new year's resolutions um what probably i think carries a little more weight is maybe a new life resolution um you know what, what do you want what kind of change do you want to make because you don't want to make the change and then you know within 12 months you're back to whoever you were before um so his birthday means something generally speaking it especially does because of the time of year but there's been a lot of departure that it, uh, that's uh taken place um and seen people pass away um in some cases just the past couple of days um so to be able to have him here and to be able to celebrate life it's uh it's 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 a blessing so i'm eternally grateful for it if you know him send him a happy birthday um but with that said um you know i think that there's sometimes you and i talk about our topics and we put great plan into the topic and sometimes i feel like the topics really just come visit us um and that's for what sure. took place um here today and I know that there are people that are really serious about changes and um, doing new, you know, great things going forward with the year. Uh, but I know that for those of us that are parents or caregivers to uh, those with special needs, um, that can be a challenge because you know, change is um, change is a constant anyway. There's an old song um, originally recorded by Quincy Jones called uh, "Everything Must Change," and the lyrics go, "You know, everything must change. Nothing stays the same." Um, Nothing and no one goes unchanged. There are not many things in life that you can count on, except um, sun comes after rain, um, hummingbirds do fly. You know, and that's that's essential. <laughs> so what happens is if you know if we if we fight fighting change is a losing battle. Um, yeah. So if you if you implement it, um, it can add great quality uh, to your life. But again, when you're a caregiver or or parents or one with special needs, depending on the diagnosis and the exact situation, um, sometimes you don't, all you want is, is comfort, you know? And for those of us whose children or loved ones are on the autism spectrum, any kind of change in routine is something that doesn't usually go well. And you're trying to, you know, there's this constant battle. You're trying to implement a certain amount of change for the better, but then you're also trying to make things you know, remain the same. And it's a, it's a constant right. fight because right. the one thing we learn with Elijah all the time is like, you know, if you put something in front of him, whether it's a new pair of shoes, a different type of food or something like that, you really never know what it is that's going to take place. And, and you have to fight to change that mentality uh, because you know, your first thought can be, well, he, he doesn't really like that. Have you guys ever tried so-and-so? No, we don't. That's not something we do. And it might be something you might have wished or wanted to do. It's the reason why when we have guests, we close the show by saying the ability, you know, our ability to change the world is tied to our ability or willingness to change ourselves. And we ask for an example of a belief that you once really felt strong, strongly about, 
but no longer believed to be true. So change is something that should be sought because it's going to be dumped upon you whether you like it or not. For sure. I think, you know, it's, it's funny because we celebrate it. It's the one thing that we, that the entire world celebrates together, right? It's something that we all recognize the new year. Part of that happens, you know, because, you know, we get to the holidays and everybody seems to sort of wind down business, you know, most cases with exception of retail business kind of winds down at the end of the year, family get togethers, you know, it's a, it's a new, you know, it's a, it's a way to sort of celebrate the, not just the holiday, but the completion of the year. And then once the celebration is over, you know, we have a, a new year and starting the calendar, we rip the calendar page and we're on, on a new year. So, so that people, there's a point of demarcation, by the way, in, you know, in, in the, in the Jewish faith, the new year is, you know, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. There's that 10 day period between mm-hmm. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, where, you know, it's a reflection on what the past year was atone for your sins, you know, and then rebirth and starting over again. And, you know, as a, as a new year for parents of special needs, children, that day of diagnosis is a point of demarcation, right? Where Mm -hmm. your new year or your new life or your new expectations change on that day, right? Because it's a, it's a, it's a significant change. It's not just a change in in your calendar, but a, a change in the process. By the way, if you have a, if you're in an accident or you have you know, for those folks, this is the, we're at the beginning of the year. For those folks who are watching football on Monday night, and you know, just to bring that up, you know, a Buffalo Bills football player on Monday night football was you know hit and uh, had to have CPR done on the field. That person's life was forever changed. His teammates, their lives were forever changed. The fans in the stands were changed. Like in a moment, in any moment there's that significant change. The calendar doesn't mean anything. It's something that causes you to change. Again, as a parent of a special needs child, that date of diagnosis is as significant of change as as flipping the calendar page. So the point is, how do you adapt, right? It's not just the new year, but how do you adapt to any of that kind of change? Um, it's a, it's a re, it's a re uh, configuration of your expectations and the things that you, you know, that you thought picture the picture that you had planned the picture that you had envisioned for yourself and your family and your child your loved ones right that all shifts and so how you deal with that circumstance is you know is 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 critical and by the way there's no right or wrong way to deal with change right there's nothing that that says you have to to, to adapt this way or that way right people do it a different right. way so it, it's interesting it's how people choose to adapt you know that that yeah that we're talking about. <clears throat> Most definitely. Um, and, and it's interesting because I, I, I don't think that, I think I haven't seen a study or anything like that, but I believe, I think that most people, um, and it'd be interesting to see in, in, in terms of, you know, exactly why we don't do um, well with change, you know, in, in most cases, you know, to the point where I think people that are constantly going through change, you know, whether it's a, you know, uh, you know, an appearance, you know, hairstyle or whatever have you, I think that's a little um, exceptional. Most people are, you know, are, you know, we're said to be creatures of, of comfort. I know that, you know, my consciousness is high enough, at least to the point where um, I try and pay attention to what I think about and how I respond to certain things. And I'll catch myself, you know, in terms of how much something really bothers me when my routine or something is thrown off, especially if, um, you know, it's not as bad as I thought. Like, say, I'm looking for a certain, I don't know, shirt or something I want to wear. I don't know. I'm just like, they, 
why is that not here? I had it right here. Why would anybody move it? Why does it bother me that much? And then as soon as I, you know, may locate it, my thought is, wow, was it really that serious? What if he didn't find it? What would it really have meant? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I think part of the issue is why I think here, here's my, here's my kind of, I think part of the reason why people have such an issue with change and such a problem with change is that when you when you take something on in a way you rationalize or you have you have adopted a particular way of being like by the way you know hairstyle right i'm going with a certain hairstyle and this is, this is a really crazy analogy go with your hairstyle right i've decided to put my hair up like this and not put stuff in my hair that's what it looks like today i'm i have like i have considerations and i've decided i want to wear my hair this way right so if i change i know this is crazy you guys but but if i change it it requires me to create a new adoption of some other reasoning for the change, the way I dress my I dress. I think this is why the challenge when some people have, have a change in their business. So that they're running their business a certain way and then, and then mm -hmm. something, somebody implements change. Well, they've adopted the, you know, the reasoning behind doing their business a certain way. And so then if there's change, you're like, oh, I mean, I, I can't do it the way that I've committed to or the way that I'm used to. I'm used to doing it this way. It's always the same thing over and over. And now I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta do something, something different. Now I've got to adopt something different. And I, and I think honestly, it's a mindset shift that's required to take on change, right? To, 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 to accept the change because you're adopting. So it's like adopting versus, you know, uh, versus adapting to some degree. Right. Um, right. You adapt to the change, and then you adopt a new, <laughs> a new a new reasoning behind it. Like, well, I'm going to do this. But oh, last week you said you're going to do that. I know, well, this was my reason for doing that. And now what I found in doing that, I now have to do this because my ultimate goal is the same, right? So change in whether it's personal or change that is sort of put upon you, you know, that you don't really have a lot of choice in initially. I think it requires a shift. I think that's why some people have a lot of difficulty with, with that. Change that you choose, you have to, you have to have sort of the end game in in mind in order to it's a lot like we have to say this analogy if you're sailing if you're on a sailboat and you're on i i i sailed many years ago i sailed with a bunch of guys from national geographic we're on the chesapeake bay that's a massive mm -hmm. bay and we were sailing and our goal was to get to point you know a over here well you know in sailing currents wind and everything you know kind of knocks you off track right you can go from a you know point a to point b but the reality is when you're a sailboat, you're, you're kind of subject to whatever happens. Um, the idea is that if you can keep your eye on the, on the end game, the goal, doesn't matter if you get blown off course, you just reorient and go back towards your goal. Um, mm -hmm. That's when we, uh, when we take on change ourselves. Like, like my goal is to get to this, whatever it is. I'm going to get a promotion or I'm going to build a business or I'm going to make a certain amount of money or I'm going to do something. Right. And then along the way, sometimes we get thrown off course. And then our choice is to go, well, I'm going to throw off course and I'm going to go that way. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But if my if my goal is on the same end game here and I get thrown off course, I just reorient and go towards that game. It makes adapting to change a lot easier because your goal is still the same. Right. Talk, well, yeah. I think I was just going to say, you know, you're absolutely right, because I think it has a lot to do with control. I think most people. Like when you think about what most people want in life altogether, it's about freedom, control, and options, you know, and that's, that's why money carries the value that it does. So it's not even about, 
you know, I want the car, I want the house, I want to be able to do this for my mom or do so and so for give to this person. It's the it, it's not so much that act, but the feeling and you get to control when that takes place. And there's a certain amount of control that we have snatched from us when a diagnosis takes place and yeah. you're a parent or a caregiver. Um, it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's relinquished right away. So there's one thing to be struggling with a fight that you have created, whether it's losing weight, earning a certain amount of money, um, uh, any other kind of health goal that you might want to, you know, attain, um, uh, a relationship, whatever the case might be. That's, there's a challenge in that, but you've stepped forth and decided to do that. Any other change that, that, that's then thrust upon us is a lot more difficult to, to, to handle. It is. And again, it requires a mindset shift. If you don't, if you don't, again, it goes back to the same point. If you don't see the end game, you can be challenged. A lot of times people in a large organization, right? Some changes impose and then every, and then everybody's like, well, why do they do that? By the way, not just in a large organization, social media, like we saw, you know, <laughs> Elon Musk take over Twitter and the users of Twitter were like, well, why is it doing this? And why is it doing that? And then, and then if there's no clear answer or a clear understanding of what they, of what the ch change was, you know, that, that was imposed, what the goal was, then people start assuming things, right? They start making their own stories up. They start saying, so that's because there's no clarity in ultimately what the goal, what the ultimate goal is. Um, and right. so the more clarity you have in, in sort of describing it, it's easier to adopt the change. Otherwise people are just going to resist. You know, well, I don't, don't want to do that. I don't, it's not, it's not why I joined this. It's not why I, I, I came to this company. It's not why I signed on to Facebook. It's not why I did these things. I did these things for a particular reason. Now the end goal has changed, right? Or I don't agree with it, or it, that doesn't fit my own personal, you know, my own personal, you know, distinctions here. And so I'm going to now do something different, or I'm going to, you know, resist to the change in essence. Yeah. And I think almost it's rare that you do that and then find that people go with it and they're glad for the change, unless you identify some problem. And then the change is the solution or answer to that problem. The best example of that, I guess, is classic Coke back in 1985. That's very <laughs> random, but you know that was that was supposed to be just an improvement. And um, there was a rebellion. The, the public spoke, and they're like, "Oh, ne never mind," and they just got rid yeah. of it. Um, yeah. Did better than they did to begin with. I guess they created a problem, and then you know, right. um, the original thing became the solution. It's a, it's a really good point. Listen, I worked in my dad's in my dad's grocery store, and I used to see these brands do this all the time. I remember this is going to sound crazy. When Downey, you guys know the fabric softener, it's in the blue bottle, and they they had a, a blue cap, plastic cap on the top, and for some reason they changed it to pink. We mm -hmm. couldn't sell a bottle of <laughs> Downey fabric. It was the best selling fabric softener we had in the store. They made a change and. And they changed the label. The uh, the front label had some pink added to it, and the top label was pink. We, we sales went to zero. It was crazy. So some people are think, well, if you've made a change, like classic Coke, but you you've now changed the thing that I'm, I, I it worked for me. Like I'm used to that. It's so crazy that people were starting to buy fabric softener that they had never bought before, rather than stick with Downey because they felt like that a change had been made imposed upon them as you said thrust upon them without their yeah. input and they and they decided to make a change with their you know 
uh, with, with their buying dollars. So it does, people are definitely have a resistance to change. If they don't know the reason, if they don't understand it, if it's not clearly been communicated, it's a, uh, it, it's, it can be a challenge. Again, that's when it's sort of thrust upon you. And, and, and we're talking about stuff like commercial thing, you know, commercial things like selling retail items. When it comes to, you know, having that diagnosis and that, that's, a, that's something that's sort of thrust upon you. But again, mm-hmm. how people adopt, adapt to that change, right? Now my picture of my child's life looks different. You know, and, and we talk about this a lot you know, the day of diagnosis with a lot of the guests that we have on our on our podcast about, you know, what does that look like for them, that date of diagnosis? It's a point of demarcation. It's, you know, it's a significant date. Um, and some people like, you know, I just, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, some people like withdraw and some people are go on the attack. Okay, that's the, this is the new reality. Here's what we need. Let me, I think this is what we need to do. Let me go find out some answers. Let me go attack it and go after it. Could you imagine, Sean, if everybody took on that kind of thing when it came to change. You know, we talk about it like with the new year with with like resolutions. Okay, I'm gonna do something different, right? But then we're easily mm-hmm. thrown back into our old ways, our habits go back to the old ways of doing things. But you don't have that choice when you're di- when your child is diagnosed with a special needs issue. There is no going back to the way it used to be. It is now right. forever changed, right? And so yeah. you have to attack and stay on the attack and keep looking for answers, solutions, adjustments, accommodations, all of those things. You don't have a choice. Your life has been changed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, spe- speaking of change, one of the things that we want to do, it's not really, I don't know if it's change or if it's upping the ante in terms of our, our intent. Um, but we'd love to hear from uh, from you guys in terms of, um, generally speaking, because we created the show, look, look, we could sit up and just, you know, talk all day. We enjoy each other's company. We enjoy conversations that we both, you know, can be long winded. So um, we could just sit here and talk, but we want to make sure that we add, we're adding value to people's time. And so generally speaking, we want to hear from you in terms of topics and things that are be, uh, that are important to you, things that you might um, want to hear about, things you might I, questions or, or, or problems that you might be looking for solutions to, whatever answers we don't have, um, we can make them easier to find because we know people. Um, and when it comes to something like this, you know, a, a topic like change, you know, love to hear some of the, the, the challenges that you face as caregivers or, or parents to those with special needs. What are some of the biggest changes or challenges that you might be experiencing? And um, what are some of the bigger, biggest ones that, that, that you seek also? Those are things that we, you know, that we, like to know whether you you're catching this live or after the fact on the YouTube channel um, or even on any of the podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, or any of the other ones that we're on. Yeah. And I think, uh, by the way, so let's, you know, also a little shout out and uh, happy new year to Sean Hall uh, out in Hawaii, who kind of keeps us on track and manages. So, so Sean will let us know, you know, if people, comment on the on the YouTube channel. He kind of, you know, keeps us in line when it comes to, to that type of stuff too. So we will answer. We do answer. So, you know, send us an email or post something on, you know, on our YouTube channel or or on our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Um, it, it's so funny. I was, I was thinking about this. I do, I, I do love this topic. A lot of times, you know, just so you all know, complete transparency. A lot of times when we, when we don't have a guest, the topic hits Sean in a certain way. And Sean's like, I think we should do this topic. 
90% of the time, I'm like, yeah, shoot, that sounds great. 10% of the time, I'm like, actually, I will say this, 100% of the time, I go, okay, why? Why this topic? Like, I'm cool with it. Like, we could, as Sean said, we could talk about anything. We love each other's company, and we have this. And let me let me, let me just say, say one thing there as you're doing that. Catch the value in what he just said there. Uh, and this isn't just the mutual admiration society, but make sure there's people in your life that ask questions. Like the questions are more powerful than statements. And so uh, whenever he asked me like, well, well, why that topic? You know, the average person might say, well, what do you mean? Why? You know, when he asked me why I feel like I'm opening a gift. He's like, Oh, like I'm reaffirming to myself, you know, why one of the greatest lines said multiple times in Wakanda forever, the new Black Panther movie, well, it's not new at this point, is, you know, there's a question that's asked and the response is, you know, how is not important as, is not half as important as why? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So the reality is, is every topic that, you know, that we, <laughs> that we bring up, I, I love the topic. Otherwise, you know, I'd be like, that does not do that job. That doesn't make sense. But, but that's never mm -hmm. happened. Um, but uh, so I love the conversation about change because for a number of reasons. First of all, in our financial services business, we've implemented a change just internally in the work that Sean and I do to take the, the platform that we've been using for the last 10, well, in Sean's case, 15 years, in my case, the last eight years, and, and we've and we've added to it. We've 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 added components to it to make sure that we're helping folks, you know, maximize their opportunities for generating and growing their wealth. Um, and so it's funny to see that. Even in even when you make changes that sort of enhance the business and expand the opportunity, there's just a general tendency to resist a little bit. Like it's a little bit of like, well, that's a little bit different. Like I agree with it, but that's a little bit different. Um, and it takes some practice. It takes some work. It takes some talking through those areas of resistance to to get people to understand. It takes sitting with clients and actually working through and you know showing folks how that this how this becomes you know an enhanced offering even when the even when the change is something positive and additive it, people still there's a tendency to resist and again part of it they go back to i go back to what i was saying before which is people like uh i i was i was on board with the last thing and now i've got to be on board with this thing and you know, <laughs> you have to mm -hmm. convince people that it's not different; it's just more, right? Yeah. So, um, but we, you know, we talk about it at at every level, whether it's you know business, family, personal. You know, we we talk about we talk about you know Im always improving. I, I think that at the end of the day, you have you have to be in a mode of improving. I think if you listen, to any, excuse me, to any motivational speaker, any successful business person, any you know person that has that has achieved a level of success the the key to it is being able to change being able to adopt mm -hmm. being able to make decisions quickly and change your mind slowly um those are the kinds of things that you know they all believe that change is inevitable because again you could have the greatest business in the world and then the economy you know changes because of a pandemic and your business goes you could have the you could have had the greatest restaurant idea in the world and launched it March 2021 and then what happened so you know it doesn't matter right you can have the greatest yep. concept but but changes happen all the time so you have to be able to adapt you have to be able to dance. this is either going to sound like a genius analogy or or, or or nuts but two things if you think about like for me some of my 
my biggest um two of my biggest heroes in music are um uh, michael jackson and prince and if you think about them i think you could say the same thing about stevie wonder i think if you look at most great artists you know there's an era especially someone that has a long career there's an era that's defined by maybe what they wore um or how they sounded and that's because you're constantly growing in in and changing and one of the most powerful questions you could ever ask is you know is when is the last time you did something for the first time hmm. you know because without and if the list and if the answer is a very long time then it might be something that's worth changing and if you stop and thinking stop to think about if you knew exactly how much time you had left on the planet what would you change how for worth sure. it would it be what would you give up in order to get that change so the answer isn't just like moving all mountains in order to make certain things happen it's also about moving certain things out of the way in order to move the mountain because you know as we talked about one of the previous you know our most recent episode i think it was last week um towards the you know at the, at the end of december we we're talking about you know a life change as opposed to resolution and um you know uh looking at your rate of return on where you invest uh your time all of that is a product of change for sure yeah no no no, no. i agreed <laughs> so it really is i i was thinking about this as uh um i watch a lot of i watch a lot of uh, got up a lot of movies and entertainment stuff while i during the break which was which was great and thinking about um i watched the offer which was sort of the making of the godfather right the series make making of the godfather and and uh what was happening back in those days in the 70s when you know when that movie came out and you know it, it's so funny because we think oh you know this we this this we've we've evolved so so much since in the last 50 years it's a 50-year anniversary of the release of the godfather we haven't <laughs> we haven't really like we've come mm -hmm. we've made some we've made some advancements we've made some changes we've made some things for the better but a lot of the issues that you know that uh that we were having in the in in 1972 not much different than what's happening in 2022 you know an overseas war politicians that you know we don't agree with creating you know you know distinct chasms between you know between sides there was a lot of you know rights movements that were occurring there's a lot of disgruntled citizenry and you know a lot of things that were happening uh, in 1972, is I'm just sort of reflecting back and feel like we've made so many changes the last 50 years. At the same time, we we haven't made a lot of changes. Shows the resistance to change as an entire you know society. Um, I think I think the only thing that we can control is our own personal you know our own personal goals, drives you know lives, and how we you know how we how we make changes in our lives, how we adopt to the change. And again, to your point, you know, is there a good reason to do it? No, nobody thinks you should change just for the sake of changing. What's the reason? What's the, you know, what's the considerations? Where are you, you know, is it something that actually gets you to wherever you are in your evolutionary path? You know, so anyways, I, I just, I was, I'm just fascinated by looking back at anything that's sort of dated or anything that's, you know, to your point, music has changed considerably over the last 50, 100 years. The artists mm -hmm. who have had long careers, they're, they're, you know, you're right. There have been times when you're like, Man, that's something new coming out of that that artist. They never would have thought that they would have done that. Could you imagine Prince doing country? Could 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 have happened, I guess, at some point. Right? Well, believe believe it or not, he's got you know there there was a song that he wrote for Kenny Rogers, uh, which, uh, which 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 
Guinea recorded. So yeah, <laughs> that's cool. See, there you go. Perfect example. Yeah, but it, but it's, but it's a product of, of again that, which is, and I know it starts with a question. I don't know. Maybe he was just so instinctive that he's just, you know, let me just go. How about I do this? And maybe there's not a thought in a question, but again, there's something powerful. It's like, when, when's the last time you did someone's over the first time? Um, again, kind of random, but there's a, it, it, at Christmas time in the Virgin Islands, it's very common for us to make um, what we uh, call tarts. So it's, you know, you have a French tart and it's, you know, um, I don't know where the name comes from for these particular dishes, but they're like pies and then there's a lattice across the top and the flavors are typically um, coconut, pineapple, guava or guava berry, which are, you know, all, all distinctly different fruits. And every year, like probably the 24th of December, I get to thinking about, oh my gosh, who makes them? Where can I get them? And, 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 um, you know, I thought this year I was like, why don't I get a recipe? And I had a friend who had posted that, you know, she made some a couple of years ago, got the recipe and it ended up being a, you know, a great experience, um, sharing time with my mom and my uncle, um, my uncle came to visit from, from Vegas. You know, he's not from the Virgin Islands. He's not familiar with, with it all. So he got to learn about that. And I got the time with my mom making them. We made several of them. Man, it's a lot of work. But th th that in itself is change. You know, again, some people are hearing these things going, what is he talking about? Or some of them are saying, ah, I get, I get that analogy. Or he's nuts. Who knows? You know, I don't know which one. <laughs> I, I covered all three of those, by the way, in my head. So... See, so then that means that you're 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 hitting every demographic there. People yeah, that are like, oh much. my gosh, genius, nut. That? What is he talking about? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But this show is an example of that too. When it comes to changes, if you have something to give, go ahead and put it out there. Um, I'm you know, like we would stop and think about doing this show. I don't think we thought much about it other than we wanted to. And speaking of change, you know, we keep thinking of ways that we can improve on our brand and what we do and add value to other people's time. And Brian and I belonged to a, um, a men's group um, where we got some things out of that group. We've had conversation about starting one of our own. And the reason why I bring that up is because that would be some change and it's an, an addition. But the other thing we've talked about is again, your, um, your ROI, your rate of um, you know, your, the, the return on, your the investment of your time and we don't want to offer something to, that people won't necessarily be receptive to and we have the thought that you know a lot of um men that are parents and caregivers to those with special needs don't necessarily have an outlet to express um feelings um concerns hopes desires things of that sort and so we've thought about the idea of having a men's group to do that, but it takes time to do something like that. We're looking to meet once a month virtually, you know, online and have conversations that men might be open to sharing. Maybe there's something that you're looking for. Maybe there's a man in your life who is a parent or caregiver um, that you think might get something out of that. This might fall on some deaf ears, but if we're going to take the time to do something like that, we'd love to hear from people that might um, find value in that. We, and we, we want to know that, Values being added to someone's time as opposed to anything being shoved down anybody's throat. And yeah. each each male that I've spoken to about that has said, oh, that's a great idea. Let me know when you launch that. Um, I've had a couple of females that say the same thing as well. But we'd like to get some feedback. So sort of a survey, so to speak. And we may do that in more of a much um, formal sense 
in terms of putting a feeder, uh, you know, feeler out there in terms of a survey to figure out, um, you know, where people stand with something like that. Because we like to, life is short. We want to make sure that we're exchanging energy. We don't want anybody robbing ours, of course, and we most definitely don't want to make any in, uh, any attempt, intentional or otherwise, to take energy from anyone else. We want to exchange energy, and so we want to right. make sure that we add value. So um, keep an eye out for that. And you know, as you're listening to this, live or otherwise, feel free to chime in as to how you feel about something like that. Yeah, let us know. Send us an email at wearejusttodads at gmail.com and let us know if that's something that would be of interest or if you know somebody who you know would be interested in doing that or helping us moderate that or you know take a hand a lot of folks you know in the special needs community um over the last two and a half years we've had a lot of people say to us man it's amazing that you guys do this because usually it's a you know mom support group like we are brave together or you know that moms you generally get together they're the you know they're the they're the mom warriors or the warrior moms um and it's rare that we get you know dads talking about this stuff we had such a great experience with the folks at IBD Strong, you know, talking about irritable uh, bowel syndrome. Um, uh, and so those those folks were impressed by the fact that we were just men talking about these kinds of subjects. So, you know, we thought, you know, there's more to this. And, you know, often men don't feel safe to, you know, talk about things openly in a, you know, in a, in a larger forum. But for a men's group opportunity, uh, you know, a safe place for to discuss these things where you feel like you're not alone, you're not the only one. We share, you know, some so many things in common um, that it just gives us a place to, you know, to to talk about things. We'll have topics every month of things to talk about and make a difference in people's lives. At the end of the day, that's kind of what we're trying to do. Um, yeah, and it'll be private. Private, yeah, right. So yeah, everything stays yeah. safe, stays within the stays within the within the conversation. So yeah. let us know if that's something that's of interest to you. Um, our email address is at, in the chat. We are just two dads at gmail.com. and uh, we look forward to hearing from you if that's something of interest. A men's a men's group for dads in the special needs community or serving the special needs community. But maybe you're maybe you service the special needs community and you've noticed something that could be beneficial for all dads to know about. Right. You know, involvement, you know, attention, certain things that dads are, you know, good at. Maybe you've maybe you've been an in-home provider and you've noticed, you know, a difference with your client when dads are involved, what not, or when dads pull away, pull away, whatever it is. If you mm -hmm. have something that you think that dads should know about, we want to make a difference in in the lives of, of dads who are caregivers of, you know, family members with special needs as well. So that's really what we're doing that. So. Glad you're bringing yeah. it up. And again, when <laughs> when Sean's like, we should do this. My first question is always like, why? Why now? Why? What's the goal? What are we trying to accomplish? Where where are we going with that? What what's the ultimate? What's the what's the result you're looking to you know to to have? And how are you measuring the results? Right? Because because at the at the end of the day, the ROI component is always important, right? Do we have time to do another you know another group activity? There's a there's a there's certain things that you can measure financially. There's certain things you can measure time and energy wise, um, and then there's stuff that you cannot measure. And so I acknowledge that even though I'm like, okay, where's the ROI in doing you know whatever we're going to do next? That sometimes there's just a sort of a spiritual or a you know a universal benefit that is not measured in the typical uh, terms of measurement that we that we have for other things in our lives. So I'm open to us doing that. I would love for I would love for you to um, to be to let us know 
by the way, Mark Esposito is actually somebody we had in mind. I had in mind specifically when I made that comment. So if you just liked our video, Mark is a um, Mark is is an is a unique individual. Mark uh, was introduced to us. We've had him on our show. Gosh, probably over a year ago, Sean. Yeah, yeah, it's been over a year. Mark, yeah. Mark doesn't have a family member in this in the special needs community, but Mark serves those young adults, you know, from an educational perspective, you know, adults in the special needs community and, and, and you know, children transitioning to a young adult uh, level in, in, in special needs community through education. And one of those, again, just one of those great um, uh, servants, if you will, of this bigger crusade and this goal. And we're, you know, appreciative of the work that he does with his clients and a perfect example of somebody who serves the community and um, and uh, makes a difference in the lives of, of people around him. So, and not, not have, not, not, not coming from a place where he's got a child or a family member in the community itself right. just decided to service it. So. It's one of those people that, 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 uh, yeah, we're members of the community because I mean, you know, our kids diagnosis. So there's, there's, there's no choice. That's what you do. Right. Um, right. But he's an example of one of those people that, has become a member of the community by choice. And so if you're one of those people, again, um, we'd love to hear from you. If you've been anyone else that's been a guest uh, on the show, each and every one of you, we're going to hear from us with regard to that too. It's something that we'd, uh, we'd really uh, like to do, but we want to make sure that it's very uh, targeted and purposeful. And that's one of the things that we've, um, speaking with change, that we've decided to do both individually and um, together, which is living a life, you know, with as much purpose as possible. Uh, I give, give this example so often. How many times do you pull into your driveway or your parking space in your apartment complex or whatever the case might be? And there's a tiny part of you that, I mean, you know, you got there because you know the route from work. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know it so well that there's part of you that like it's automatic and it's like, how did I get here? You know, you know it well enough to have not ran a light or gone through a stop sign, but it's so instinctive. And most of us live our lives that way. And being able to live with purpose and intent, that in itself is a change also, because most human beings, most of us don't don't operate that way. And again, that's just something that we're um, we're trying to do. So we want to make sure that uh, we're as intentional as possible and add as much value to the time as, uh, of, of others as we possibly humanly can. Yeah. One of our great mentors, Jeff Levitan, does a program called Living Life on Purpose. And we take that on uh, ourselves, you know, regularly, making sure that we are doing things that, you know, for a reason with intentionality, not just happenstance and circumstance. Yeah, most That's definitely. A good, a good idea. Well, you know, at this point, we're, we, we have a, a little more time than we, you know, ordinarily, uh, you know, usually do when we begin to kind of wind down. But um, I think it's just as appropriate for us to be, you know, do that here today because sure. uh, again we're trying to make sure that we add add value and uh we got a lot of things coming up i'm really excited about the coming year yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun year and i'm, I'm excited and and implementing change along the way so uh looking forward to that so as we as we wrap up this this edition of just two dads our short new year edition we're going to be very very on point intentional this year. That's what we're going to be doing. Um, and some changes coming up for the show too. So uh, look for different content, additional content, more content on our YouTube channel at, uh, at Just Two Dads. Look for Just Two Dads on our YouTube channel. Email us at wearejusttwodads at gmail. We want to thank all of you for um, for being part of our lives and for sharing a little bit of your time with us. It means, uh, means a lot to us. Even if we don't hear from you, we know that you're out there and hopefully we're making a, making a difference in your life. Um, I want to thank you, 
folks who are on Facebook Live. And again, those who are catching us after the fact on YouTube channel and on our podcasts. I mean, I'm sorry, our, yeah, podcast outlets wherever. <laughs> and uh, at WSTX AM radio down in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, thank you. We hope that this is a phenomenal new year for all of you. And as one thing that's not going to change is my sign off at the end of every, every show is the same, which is, you know, empathy and love is so important. Look at somebody's situation with empathy and not judgment. And you never know what somebody else is going through. So have some empathy and, and care for one another. Um, that would be a nice change that we would love to see in our, you know, around the, around the world that people care for others. And if you look at the world through the lenses of love, it makes a huge difference. The world will look completely different. So Thank you for your time. Thank you for spending it with us. Happy New Year. Here's to a you know fantastic 2023. I throw it over to Sean to close us out today. Uh, I want to thank everyone for taking the time to tune in, whether you're doing so live after the fact uh, on our YouTube channel or WSDX uh, AM radio in St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, I want to say hello to my family there. And to my good friend, uh, Robert Moorhead, who is responsible for us being on air there. Um, I also want to thank the women in my life without whom I would not B, that is uh, my mom, Jan, and my amazing wife, Laura. And I want to also remind you again to take a look at um, um, the link that's on the screen as well uh, regarding uh, Billy Footwear. They're a fantastic um, company. Um, um, Billy's been a guest on our, uh, Billy Price, the founder of the company, has been a guest on our uh, show before. They make adaptive footwear. Um, there's a 10% discount that you get if you use the code that's in the link. And uh, remember, again, questions are more powerful than um, than statements. Uh, everybody needs to be seen. Everybody needs to be heard, needs to be loved, and needs to know that they uh, that they matter. Um, and uh, wherever you're catching this, wherever you're in, within the sound of my voice, just know that we love you. We love you. Sean Hall, we love you. Thanks again, everybody. See you again next week.